Welcome to the island. I am your host, Alvin Samuel, and today I have a doozy of a topic today, and it is so mind-blowing on when you truly get down into it and when it truly started happening and where is it going to. Yes, I am talking about the digital age. Now, we all are living in this digital age of digital currency and the United States is finally coming out saying that they're going to come up with this digital currency. They're thinking about it. They may or may not. They're weighing out the pros and cons of this digital currency for the United States. However, this has been something that's been brewing since 1996. Now, I'm going to read you a little bit of this stuff of what's going on. And I'm going to tell you how this is becoming something and why it's so important, because it didn't really start in sports, because we know this is not just a current topic podcast, this is not just a political podcast, but this is mainly sports podcasts on what is going on in the sports world that will start affecting your everyday life. That's for all the new people out there who's just now tuning in to this episode. But everybody else knows what's going on and how we roll on the island. So let's start off with this. I'm going to read this to you. Congress passed the Telecommunications Act in 1996 with the original translation date of December 31st, 2006. Just that tells you they were starting this in 1996. And they gave it a 10-year window from 96 to 2006. Just, just think, listen to this. However, the transition to the digital television was set back three times. First, to December 31st, 2008. Then February 17th, 2009. And then finally, in June 12th, 2009. Think about that. And that is when all these, this, if, if you weren't born, then I'm sorry, you know, it is what it is. But a lot of us can remember when the digital converter boxes came out. When if you didn't have cable or something like that, or you didn't have a satellite, they gave you, the, the government passed out basically these certificates so everybody can get a digital converter box to change your analog TV into a digital network or whatever, and you can still watch TV. This started in 1996. And I remember back then, I was telling my mother that this is a true test that will the government, not the government, I'm sorry, let me rephrase this, will the citizens of the United States up this system or will they fall in line and just say okay it is what it is we'll do the converter boxes and some people first at first not some but a lot of people at first they didn't want it and slowly and surely and slowly and surely everybody got in line and everybody just threw their hands up in the air and said whatever it is what it is I want to watch TV. It's my entertainment. And I want you to remember what I said a few episodes ago about 
how important it is for the American citizens, not just in America, not just in the United States, but everyone around the world to be entertained. Huh. I believe that episode is called, Are You Not Entertained? If you haven't heard it, trust me, you want to hear that one. Go back and listen to it. Now, let's keep moving forward now. Now, it is 2022, years later, over a little bit over one decade later, and here we are. Everyone is comfortable with the digital television, and it's, a, it's not even a second thought. It's an afterthought. No one thinks about it. And now we are rolling into the digital currency. The United States is deliberating right now. They are, like I said in the beginning of this episode, they are weighing the pros and cons of the digital currency. This is very important because if the United States truly goes in this endeavor, and trust me, I believe they will, it will not only replace your paper dollars out there. It will not only replace your debit cards out there and your credit cards and all this stuff, but it will be a very huge world transition because a lot of the world's currency, even digital currency right now, Bitcoin and all that stuff, it's still based off of the American dollar, the U.S. Dollar, the United States of America, it our dollar. It's still based off of it. It, it. It's based off of, you know, that one currency. And our currency, obviously, just like everybody else's currency, is based off of the amount of gold, precious metals you have. And with this, it, it, it's something huge. But before I even go into that, how does this even deal with sports? Well... Let's start with the brand new stadium in the NFL from Las Vegas. Yes, yours truly, the Las Vegas Raiders. Their brand spanking beautiful stadium. Like I said, I've said this in the past. This stadium, you obviously you can purchase your tickets. You want you to get your tickets and stuff like that. You're good to go. But once you get inside the stadium, Cash does not work. You have to have a debit card or you can pay digitally with your phone or something, but they do not accept cash in this one particular stadium. They don't. You can still bring cash and give it to people, but they will only accept cash as tips. That's it. If you're trying to pay for something, you better have your credit card or your debit card or your, your smart pay from your phone. Whatever you use that's not cash, you better have that out and ready to go. Because if you don't, you can't buy anything. Think about that. That is one stadium in the NFL. And more stadiums are rolling out with this in their own facilities. That is the Las Vegas Raiders home field, their stadium. And yes, it sells out when the Raiders play a game there. It sells out. So people are just falling in line. Why? Because they want their entertainment. Let's keep going. What, what are athletes doing? Are athletes 
accepting money in digital currency and cryptocurrency and Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever? The answer to that is yes, they are. I'll read you some of these names. Russell O'Kirk, Aaron Rodgers, Odell Beckham Jr. Who else is there? This year's number one overall draft pick, Trevor Lawrence, Saquon Barkley, Sean Colkin, and there's more. There's there's so much more. There's Cade Cunningham. And, and, and the list keeps going on. And as you can see, a lot of those guys are from the NFL. Some is from the, the NBA. But either way, and, and more on a so there's a whole list of, of professional athletes who are taking a portion of their contract. And in that portion of their contract, they want, yes, you can pay me, let's just say you can pay me X amount of dollars in cash, but this percentage over here, I want it in cryptocurrency. Obviously, most of them are saying Bitcoin. You know, it is what it is. So they're taking their contracts and changing it into slowly but surely changing everything over to cryptocurrency people need to start thinking about what's really going on out here because this will roll into your job this will roll into how you get paid everyone wants to talk bad well we don't understand this digital currency we don't understand any of this stuff however you better learn it you better start trying to understand it because if you don't you will be on the outside looking in and give it a few years down the line. This, like I said, when it just came to TV, it was a 10-year period, 1996, and they were trying to get it done in 2006. They finally got it done in 2009, 13 years. Check me on my math. Math might be a little bit wrong on that. I don't really care, but I'm just letting you know what happened. And in that amount of time, just, just with your television, everyone ended up falling in line. The first year was all mayhem. People hated it. The second year, it was only the old people. And after that, no one cared. Eventually, it's going to roll over into our own currency. The sports world is already making that transition. The sports world is already turning a lot of their equipment, their finances, basically almost everything over to, to the digital currency. And once that happens, like, that, like I've said before, they just want the people to see, hey, the famous athletes that you love to watch that entertain you, are already doing it because they figured out something back in 1996. 1996, they figured out that if we can get the famous people, the people that everyone loves to watch, everyone loves to model their life after, everyone wants to idolize, everyone wants to be like, everybody wants to be like Mike, whatever. If they can get those people just that small percentage of people 
to agree to this, then the large masses will just automatically start doing it. And they will do it without any fuss. They will. Do you need some examples? I don't want to give them to you, but let me just give them to you. The, the, the earliest example, let's go ahead and start with COVID. Not the earliest, sorry, wrong word. The newest one, I should have said. Let's start with COVID <laughs> and the vaccines. Like, it, it, it's come on. It, it became something that everyone's just jumping on board. So on board that if you haven't got your vaccine, then you are demonized now. And now it's at the point where people are like, hold up, we should, probably should have thought about this. I mean, not get off the topic, but however, they got the majority of the citizens of the United States to get the vaccine. And it started with, you guessed it, we got to get the celebrities, the famous people, the athletes out here. We got to get those guys on board. If we can get all of them on board, the citizens will just follow them. And if that doesn't work, we got to get the businesses on board. Because if the businesses are on board, <laughs> trust me, citizens will definitely fall in line. The same thing's going to start happening with your money. Get on board. Learn. I'm telling you now, learn how to understand and work crypto, the digital currency. Learn it. Figure out how to, how to create your digital wallet, your crypto wallet. Get one, because if you don't have one, there's a chance you won't get paid. And all of this paper money is basically just going to turn into like I just like like that first word I put in front of the money. It's basically just going to turn into paper. It's going to be deemed worthless after a while. So if you don't have this in mind, you better get it in your head because it's coming and it's coming very quickly very swiftly and those who are prepared for it will be fine and those who aren't will basically lose everything overnight and when you lose everything overnight your financial assets overnight someone's going to get all of it and then you're going to have to work to get it back this is this is going to be in effect very soon, I say give it a couple of years. Because like I said, the United States is weighing out the pros and cons per se. I highly doubt they're weighing out the pros and cons. I guarantee you what they're trying to do is try to figure out how we can get the American citizens on board. Like I said, they're going to start with the athletes. They're going to start with the celebrities, the actors, the actresses, the they're going to start with all the famous people. Because if they can get them on board, you will just fall in line right after them. So now you need to ask yourself, what will happen if this happens? If the federal government in the United States dollar goes digital? Well, I can tell you this. I can truly tell you this. These banks, especially the banks that we all like, 
And I'm not talking about the big banks like Wells Fargo or J.P. Morgan or, or the Bank of America. I'm not talking about the big banks, your, 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 your neighborhood banks, credit unions. I'm talking about those banks, those places. They will eventually go out of business because no one's going to need a bank. Because when it comes to cryptocurrency, basically, you are your bank. That I, I, people need to understand that part. You are the bank. That's it. And how you get the money in your bank, which is your wallet, basically it's just getting the digital currency there. And so if the United States comes up with their own digital currency, and that is what we start using, unless the banks start making their own digital wallets for each customer, then they're not going to be able to do it. And I can tell you right now, most people aren't even going to want that once that goes into effect. They're going to want their own personal digital wallet for themselves. Because I can tell you this, all you got to do when something goes digital, and if it's a digital wallet for an entire bank, one person just needs to hack that bank. And everybody's money's gone. So everybody's going to want their own digital wallet that doesn't include a bank. So banks will be eventually going out of business. But yes, now let's talk about the big banks. Wells Fargo's, like I said, the, the Chase, J.P. Morgan, all those guys. Let's talk about the big guys. Well, do you think they're going to go out of business? Or do you think they're going to come up with, the, with an idea of creating all of these digital wallets or helping the feds when it comes to this? Or will JP Morgan and Wells Fargo come up with their own cryptocurrency? Pretty sure they'll do one, if not all of that, because they will have the funds to do so. So they will say, you can get your cryptocurrency from the federal government. They will be the ones divvying it out, obviously, to everybody inside their crypto wallets. And then you can transfer the cryptocurrency you have to a bank's cryptocurrency. Now, the smaller banks won't be able to pull this off. Larger banks will. So eventually, everyone's either going to have to truly become their own bank, basically have your own crypto wallet, and truly know how to, how to work your finances through that crypto wallet, or you can trust the bank and have the bank, the big bank, the chases out there, the Wells Fargo, they will be the ones to figure it out for you. The small ones will be obsolete. They'll be basically out of business unless they have an idea of how to make their own cryptocurrency. But here's the, here's the caveat, the gotcha, the catch a 22 part on it. Here's this. Unless that bank's cryptocurrency matches up with the U.S. dollar, you might take your money, go into this bank, and realize that you have less money. So it's going to be a, you have to watch, everyone is going to have to watch the market. Everyone is going to have to watch how things are truly playing out. And now... Let's take it a step 
further past now the banks because after they get rid of the mom and pop banks and all the big banks are the only ones left alive and obviously the federal they're still left alive what comes after that eventually a one world you might be like yeah you're going completely completely crazy now but i'm not eventually it will turn into a one world currency a one world a one intertwined currency for everybody around the world it's very easy in the digital cryptocurrency world to transfer and to switch your money from let's just say the united states dollar to a euro it's very easy it's a it's a it's a tap of a button on your phone and it switches it over that quick eventually everyone's just going to have the same type of currency when it comes to the digital world because eventually they're going to want you to stop making profits or they'll make they'll say it in this way we don't want people to lose their money so they're going to figure out this way of combining everything to make everything equal <laughs> what does that sound like to you sounds like socialism that's what that sounds like like i said it sounds like socialism they don't want people to enter in into the elite category when it comes to finances they actually want everyone to stay below the elite in the United States there are 10 massively powerful elite financial families and or men women in the United States 10 of the richest man in the world Elon Musk all you got to do is see what he's doing to see how he can you know basically infiltrate how he can manipulate digital currency all he has to do is send out a tweet or something to say something so the public can see it and a digital currency of what he's talking about will skyrocket the same thing with Jeff Bezos all all of these guys all they got to do is send out a simple and it will either skyrocket that cryptocurrency or it will plummet that currency. These guys want to make sure they stay the elite. They, they want to stay the elite. And not only that, they don't want others to join them. So the biggest thing they can do is eventually get every single person on cryptocurrency and once everyone's forced on it if you haven't jumped on it ahead of time this is now the time to do it i'm not saying you should all get on there i'm not saying that because really what i'm truly saying is everyone needs to truly start looking at what's really going on around them and how your everyday life will be changing it's going to change and unless you stand up and say, hey, we are not going to take part of this, then there will be nothing that the government or the top elitists 
in the world or in the country can do. They would just say, well, people don't want it, and we're going to lose money if we don't listen to the people, so we might as well just keep it how it is. However, that's not what's going to happen. I'm telling you this all now, so you all may understand what is truly going on. The world is changing, the world is shaping, and they're going to do it all through your own entertainment, so it's easier for you to just say, eh, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Why? Because my favorite athlete's already doing it. And if they're doing it, I can do it. You know, whatever. It's not hurting them. They're becoming richer. You know, it's not hurting them. It's not hurting all these people over here. The people who have the leg up on this, the people who have the jump on this, they will be the ones who will get massive gains out of all of this. And then all of those who are lacking behind and then they got to be forced into it, there will be no gains for them to make or anything like that because then it'll be too late. Everything will already be switched over and they're just going to be like, well, I had $2, so I have $2 still now. But the people who are switching over now, they can say, I have $2 and now my $2 is going to turn into X amount of money before this all happens. Like I said, it's eventually going to turn its, its, its ugly head into a one-world digital currency to make everybody who's not a part of the government or the elitist in the world on the same playing field. That's what it's going to do. And then eventually, after that happens... Huh, you know what? I'm not even going to go into that yet. You're just going to have to listen to the next episode about this because this is have this has to be a series. I got to tell because this is not just something small and minor that I can speak on and talk about in one episode. This can go on and on and on. And I hope everybody truly understands what I'm trying to tell them for the longest time. For the longest time, I've been telling everybody, at least in the United States, this, this disease, this virus, it's easier than what you truly think to get rid of. And all you got to do, in short, is get clean. And now, you know, it, it, it's, it's making everything warp into something even ugly. And, and if you don't watch it, and if you are not paying attention you personally are going to go down in flames. No, I'm not jumping off the subject because all of this goes together. All of this is combined together. It's all connected. If you haven't noticed these little patterns that are going on around you, around in your state, your city, let's start at the local levels, the city, then the state, and now the national, federal government. Everything is changing into something to make everybody one part or the other. And once you get labeled into that sector, there will be no coming out of that sector to move up. None. Nobody will do it. My nephew... <laughs> I laughed at him, but he kind of is right. There are things that they put on TV that are telling you what's about to happen. 
They do it in their own little crazy ways. Basically, it, it's a they they they're they're hiding the real thing going on. But if you pay attention and then watch what's going on around you, kind of makes sense. I've never seen the show uh, Squid Games. Never seen it. I know it's on Netflix. I've never watched it. Never seen it. But I've heard people talk about it and the silly plot lines and stuff like that. How. All these not-so-rich people, poor people, play this game, and at the end of it, one person finally becomes rich or gets all the money or something like that, you know? And that's kind of where things are going. Like, you, you got to understand, eventually, everyone is going to be basically broke, having to do their whole, their, their just ho-hum job, going through life like, whatever, I can't go up. I'm not going to go down. I'm going to be stuck in this spot. And the people in charge are basically, let's just call it what it is. They're playing games with your life. They don't care because it's not theirs. It's for now, like I said, it like I've said in the past, are you not entertained? This is for their entertainment. And you better start catching on to this stuff. So like I said, they don't want anyone to join them unless they, you know, decide, hey, we should let someone join. They don't want people to infiltrate into their elite because then they're going to have problems. You know, let's take Mark Zuckerberg, for example. I get it now. He's rich and powerful and all this stuff and everyone, you know, with the metaverse and Facebook and Instagram, they got all his stuff. He was able to do the one thing the government took years to try to do, and they still couldn't do it, Mark Zuckerberg did it basically with a tap on a keyboard. They didn't like that too much, so, you know, he went to Congress and all that, had to testify and all this stuff, and he was threatened to, that they're going to take his business away, and it's going to become, like, it's very, if you know anything about this, it's very interesting to just truly look into and then the, you know, whistleblower came out. And all, like, it, it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know? Until he finally said, you know what? I will join y'all's mindset. And now they're basically leaving the man alone. And say, okay, he can be part of the elitist group. And we won't take his stuff from him. I'm telling you all this now. And I know I went off on this little, little world. But let's, let's bring it all back real quick. Back to the digital world. Again. It's coming. Again, get ready. Again, get clean. Get prepared for this stuff. Because there's no way that you're going to work around it. Only because the majority of folks will think it's a great idea. Not realizing that all they're trying to do, basically, is control every aspect of your life. So then you are now dependent on them. Like I said, I'm going to make this a series. And yes, part of this series, just like today's episode, I threw in a little COVID thing about these vaccines. And, and there's something I just found out a couple of days ago when it comes to this vaccine. And I believe I mentioned it on my, on my tangent on my last episode. I'm not sure. I went off on a tangent on my last episode. I don't know. I've had a lot of people tell me that I did, but it's all right. I don't care. 
You know, that's what we do on the island. Go off on a tangent. Sometimes we will get upset. This is the place for that. That way everyone will eventually come to an understanding. And that understanding is you will not always agree with your neighbor. However, you will respect their choices because it's still their choice. I just don't understand where this this socialism idea in the United States of America became a good idea. But for some reason, it's a fantastic idea, people are saying. It's like, like you got to wake up. We have more people quitting their jobs today than basically ever before. And it's not that they're getting fired or getting laid off. They're just basically quitting. Basically quitting. And a lot of them are quitting because, you know, a lot of people are quitting because they're just like, you know what, I'm not getting paid enough. Pay me more. Not realizing that if they pay you more, the cost of living is also going to go up. They don't understand that. Yay, I'm getting paid now 20 bucks an hour. Getting paid $20 an hour. Awesome. Not realizing that now your rent is no longer like back then in the day. Some of it was like $600, $700, $800. It's now $1,200. You're still going to have the same complaint. My wage can't I can't live off of my wage, but you're now making $20 an hour. We gave you what you wanted, but you didn't realize the small print. Yeah, I give him 20 bucks an hour. The rent's gonna go up, the mortgage is gonna go up, the cars payments are gonna go up, the price of vehicles are gonna go up, and like we are seeing right now, the price of food is going to go up. <laughs> like, I'm just baffled like this this like it's common sense to me at least maybe not to everybody else but it's common sense to me and i i don't really like this phrase but i use the 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 tree hugger phrase also and i know i'm going into a lot of stuff now but i need people to understand what's going on around them you're quitting your job because you feel like you need to get paid more, not realizing that they will say okay, but they're going to hike up the price of living at the same time. You are willing, willing, accepting that. All because the only thing you want to pay attention to is how much am I getting paid? And not realizing the more you get paid, the more they got to start paying somebody else, and the more they got to start paying somebody else, and the more they got to start paying another person. And eventually, these people that own everything, they're going to have to start hiking up the prices to make a profit now. And that's where everything is at right now, especially you can see it with the food. Let's even go into, you know, and like I said, I hate using this phrase. I call it the tree hugger phase. I love nature. Don't get me wrong. I truly do love nature. I love going on hikes. I love it all. I do. I love looking at scenery, just sitting there relaxing with a chair, drinking some coffee, or just drinking a beer, sitting down, relaxing, and just enjoying 
the scenery that God has made and dwelling in that atmosphere. I love it. I enjoy it. However, people need to understand this. When you try to stop an economy from, from producing something like natural gas and oil, petroleum, Everything on this planet in today's world relies on all of that stuff. I don't care what you think. Oh, but the, the windmills and solar panels and all that. Yeah, yeah, all of that stuff needs a battery to run and to, and to gain and hold the power. And what is inside of all of those batteries? Lithium. Where do they get this lithium from? <laughs> Come on, people. Use your common sense. You can't stop this stuff unless you truly want to stop production of everything and then go back to the Stone Age. Like, like people don't understand that. And if you're a quitter already in today's working world and you've already been a quitter and you're like, I ain't, I'm not going back until I get paid. Just go back to the Stone Age. Go back to living like that. You would quit in a heartbeat. People don't understand the cause and effect of all of this stuff. To the point where our president, Joe Biden, is stopping, you know, stopping drilling for oil in our own country, which, by the way, would actually create more jobs. It would drop the prices of gas it would drop it would it would do so much for our country if we drilled our own oil on our own soil oh, that rhymes a little bit think about that but instead instead this is what he wants to do here's what he wants to do he wants to stop the drilling in our own country on our own own soil to appease like i said the tree huggers out they don't truly understand what's going on with the economy and how all of that affects everything. I'm not saying we got to tear down all the trees. No, what I'm saying is we got to realize what we have to do to keep this nation strong. But instead of doing that, he wants to appease these people. And it's not the majority, but they are the loudest. So he wants to appease the loudest people turn to Russia, OPEC, that company, and ask them basically, hey, y'all need to drill more oil so we can buy your stuff. And guess what Russia basically said? I've said this in a previous episode. No, we are not going to drill faster because you want to be an idiot and not drill your own oil. Oh, on the contrary, what we might do is slow down production and sending oil over to you and hike up the price for that oil only for you and your country. Oh, by the way, this is the funny part. If, if you don't get this, here's the funny part. The Oh, by the way, y'all all know that's my favorite phrase. Oh, by the way, we're going to go to the border of Ukraine. And we're going to make it look like we're going to, you know, invade Ukraine. Oh, by the way, go ahead and try to stop us. Because we have something that you 
are refusing to do in your own land. We have the oil. Do you want some of it? We'll sell it to you. We will. Or we won't. It's our choice. You can either back away and let us do what we want to Ukraine and you can get your oil or you could help out Ukraine and we will keep the oil for ourselves. See, I don't think y'all realize that this chess game that these superpowers are doing and how it's eventually going to affect your life because they want to appease the loudest person in the room and the loudest person in the room more, time, more times than not, they don't understand anything. They just want to be loud. They just want all the attention. They don't care. Like, like that's, that's where we're headed. We are no longer the, the country of great opportunity, but we are now becoming the country of the great failure, the great come and give me things because I want to sit on my own backside and lay down and do nothing and become as obese as possible, as big and chunky as possible. And I'm not making fun of anyone who, who, who has more weight than somebody else, but the entire country, and I'm not saying big people are lazy. I'm not saying that either. However, what I am saying is everyone, especially in my generation and younger, they don't want to do anything. They don't. And it's going to cost this nation, the nation of the free, their freedom. And that's where everything's going to. And they're going to serve it on a nice golden, golden plate. And we're going to take it thinking that we're gaining something. But really, we're not. They're putting a ceiling on how far you can go up. And you won't be able to break through this ceiling. And it's going to be because we actually wanted it. And that is the sad part. Like I said, I'm going to stop here. I'm going to stop here because this digital thing goes into a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. This COVID vaccine that we've seen being rolled out that we're realizing, I've known it for a while, that there needed to be more tests on. Well, they are doing more tests. You are the guinea pig. I don't want to go into that one again, but I will, and I'm going to have to, because this that ties in with the digital world. It all connects. It all connects with each other. If you haven't figured that one out by now, and I will go into, and it's all slowly taking your freedom away. And that's where all of this is headed. It's just like when I've said, and I know a lot of people got angry with me. A lot of people were like, are you insane? What the government is doing by taking down these racist statues of the Confederacy, it's it's it what it is what needs to happen. And I was saying, on the contrary, no, they don't need to take it down. They need to leave this stuff up. 
They need to put it somewhere where everyone can still see so everyone will know the true history of the United States. Because if we start tearing down the history of the United States and we start taking away the true history of the United States and then we stop teaching the history of the United States and then our children don't really know the history of the United States, what is going to happen to the next generation of the United States? They will. They will. And I'm going to say it a third time. They will repeat what was history. And that history will no longer be history, but it will now be the present and the future. And people need to understand what is really going on and how even that in itself ties into this theory called, you know, critical race theory. It all connects to each other. It all combines with each other. It all goes along. It's cohesive with each other. This is what people need to realize. All of it. And like I said, this is going to be a massive series. A massive series. And I hope everyone tunes in to this series. And, and yes, I've already been told on, on my Facebook page, on the Island Podcast Facebook page, that nothing's been posted. They can't really see anything anymore. That's because Facebook... They've taken my podcast down. They took my page down, and I cannot get it back. I personally don't care. I don't care. I'm just letting y'all know this so y'all can stop asking me, you know, why isn't anything going on on the Facebook metaverse, whatever they want to call themselves, meta, whatever they want to call themselves now. Why can't we see any of this stuff anymore? Well, that's because they've taken the page down. I can no longer publish thing on the page. I can no longer do anything on the page. I can't let y'all know when the next episode's coming out or the next episode is just now coming out. I'm going to have to be smart on all of this and how to get this stuff out because apparently, apparently, somebody out there doesn't want y'all to hear this stuff. But like I said, everything goes into place. Everything connects to each other. Everything that's going on, there is an end game. And that end game is not truly, it's not going to be black people are going to go back into slavery. No, but slavery will be part of the end game. And it might not be what you think. It, not, it might not be as violent. However, that will be part of the end game. Part of and the only way you can make take away someone's freedom and make that happen is you first got to tear down that history. Tear down how bad and how evil a person can truly be when they own someone else. You have to tear that down. You have to make it all disappear. And eventually, like I said, you will not be able to break through that roof. Because you, the people, this is what you wanted, they will say. 
You wanted this digital currency. You wanted socialism. You wanted Marxists. <laughs> you like how I threw that one in there? Because it's coming. And if you don't wise up, if you don't get yourself clean, it will be at your doorstep. Tune in next time. I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and this is The Island.